It's the show that makes us talk. What happens to a frog's car when it breaks down? I don't know. It gets towed away. (laughs) What about our life? With Chris and Will. You know, I'm such not a religious person, but I'm so uh, supportive of gay rights. And I have... um, just a, a a feeling of it's it's your freedom it's who you are and everybody has the right to be who they are and whether they're straight or gay or whatever so just stand your ground and just be who you are because that's truth and the truth is what's right that, of course, was the amazing Lainey Kazan about gay rights. Yes. We love us some Lainey. Absolutely. So welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Hello. How are you? Unfortunately, this is a bittersweet episode, I guess. Like sweet and sour sauce? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It's our season finale episode and the greatest moments of season one. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately, we do have to take a break, but we will be back into the system in about a month to do another few episodes of uh, season two, and then mm-hmm. later in the year to do season three. Yay! So we are really grateful and excited about that. But today's show, we're going to be talking all about uh, this show, of course. Yeah. And Chris and Will. So let's go into what about Chris and Will? And the most infamous question we always get is, how did we meet? Hit it, Willie. Yes. So I was 17, uh, working at Disney. It was six o'clock in the morning and there's this guy and I just, I don't know there. I had this curiousness about him and I just, I was looking for a best friend and I'm at that time. I was usually like very, very, very shy. And he was just in the break room and just talking away. And as I've said before on this podcast, you know, Willie, just do it, just do it. And I decided, okay, I'm just, it kind of just came out like a blurt that I just started. I interrupted and I started talking. I couldn't get him to shut up since. (laughs) (laughs) And 20 years later, here we are. Delivering the same great essence of love that we did from the beginning. So, yeah. uh, yes, it can happen. Yes, you can do it. You just got to believe and know that you can do mm-hmm. it. And through the ups and downs that we've had throughout our 20 years, you know what? We've made the best of it. We've managed and we've continued on. Giving up is not in our vocabulary. Just so you know, it is not in our vocabulary at all. So it comes into the question about, how did we create this podcast? How did it come up? That's we didn't a, even know what a podcast no, we uh, was. <laughs> we didn't. We had not gotten into the trend. And the reason for that is you guys have to understand we are always so busy. And because we are so busy or we got stuff coming on, we just don't go into listening to stuff for a very long time. We do not generally connect with television series or Netflix series because we won't finish them. Uh, I think the only time we actually binged, if you want to call it that, was uh, The Stranger Things. We uh, did. And that was after the third season had already came yeah, out. So, I we mean, did. When we find the time, we'll start them, but we are not homebodies, so we yeah. we don't find the time to uh, watch the show. Yeah. But anyway, back to the podcast. So people get intrigued about our life. 
uh, because we've worked for Disney Universal Hollywood. We know quite a few people in this world, in this business that are public figures, some of not public figures. So they get intrigued every time they ask us, well, what do you do? And we have so many different labels and we tell them. It's not it, just one thing. Yeah, it just depends on what you're looking for. And so when you tell them, you know, hey, look, he's a celebrity chef or, hey, look, we are entertainers or we're designers, we're writers or planners. Then, oh, then the next question comes in. And an hour later, we're still talking about half of our life. So <laughs> our friends who work for a radio station had been doing a lot of work with us and they were like, you know, the world is so intrigued with your work. Why don't you go into podcasts? So we kind of sat on it, sat on it. And at the very last minute, and I'm not kidding you, the last minute we said, okay, here, we're going to do a show, base it around our life, tell stories about uh, what, how, what we've experienced. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to bring on some of our friends and, or, you know, and talk with them and, and so forth. And do you remember that, we didn't even have it to where we were going to have a guest on every no, podcast episode. No, we had no plans on doing a guest for every single episode. Well, when we asked our friends and some of our friends decided to come in and, and could do it, because remember, there's we have to balance schedules, then they would tell their friends. Mm -hmm. And then after a few episodes or two, we're getting emails and calls from celebrities from all over the place and different industries saying, hey, we want to be a part of your show. So then we start building new friends mm -hmm. and then now they they've become a part of us and so that's pretty much how it's worked and every celebrity guest has had some sort of relation to chris and will yeah. whether it's the work that they've done whether we knew them or something about them that's inspired us or whatever it is that they're doing they have a relation so a our, connection. our show bases off of that yeah so that's how it happened season one was only supposed to be 10, 10 episodes, episodes and yeah. is now over 20. <laughs> um, that's how much it's grown and that's how far it's grown. And so we're very happy with that. And we're all, we're on all the major uh, podcast networks. Mm -hmm. We've gotten recognition from the CEO from iHeart. Yeah. And a lot of different places and people just enjoy it. So we enjoy doing it. So that, that talks about that. What about our Hollywood moments? What would you say would be the Chris and Will Hollywood moment? Do you remember one? Well, it was the Kodak uh, Theater at the time. Yeah. And is... we would go to Hollywood and Vine a lot. Or no, Hollywood and Highland. Yeah, that was Hollywood it. And, and we would have to get on a train. Um, and then because we were in Anaheim at the time, we had to take like, what, two buses or something just to get to the train station? Yeah, it was public transportation. We're not ashamed of using public mm -hmm. transportation, ladies and gentlemen, especially in L.A., because we've driven in L.A. many, many times, and it takes just the same amount of time, if not more, to sit in traffic in L.A. as it does for you to take public transportation. Just saying. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, and then when we started learning the history and walking through Hollywood, I would have to say. But for me, it was the studios. I think yeah, walking on the studio lots and getting the history of it and then being treated like royalty and, and so forth. And it's not about being a celebrity or star. It's about... Just the fact that you're walking on the lot. You're walking on the lot. I mean, there's that energy, just that feeling of just your surroundings. And, and you know, and and you know, I've always said this. I go, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. I go, what it's about is the appreciation. Yes. You know, we've been looking for that for a long time. 
And we've been lacking that from, you know, either family or ourselves or from friends Mm -hmm. is the respect and appreciation of who we are and that we can do certain things. And in this business with what we've been acquainted with, not always, we've gotten that. And I think the studio lots have granted us a lot of that respect. Yeah. We would go on the lots when we would work on productions and they would just be so nice to you and cater to you. Uh, not because they su- were supposed to, but because you can tell it was heartfelt. Yes. And then when we worked on several several productions, even in uh, doing like extra work or background work, and these celebrities would invite us out to dinner with yeah. them. And you're like, oh, my God, really? Okay, sure. You know, and so our experience just jumped from that. And two, when we've become friends with a lot of people in Hollywood and they've passed on you you live those moments of of who they are and you can say that you've had that moment with them in their life mm-hmm. and i tell you that um because we we talk a lot about it but uh with estelle getty and rue mcclanahan blanche Devereaux and sophia petrillo from the golden girls mm-hmm. you know we've had a relationship with both of them and we knew them before they passed on and we watch them on the Golden Girls all the time, and it's like they're still with us. Yeah. And so you share those moments. And this show definitely has given us more of those moments and more of those legacies that we keep. So I would have to say that's a good Hollywood moment. What about Universal Studios? Because we worked for Universal Studios. We yes. did the theme parks division as well as the studio stuff. But we've talked about studios. So let's talk about the theme park stuff. We've had wow. some great experiences yes. with it. Through Macy's, that's where we started doing with Macy's. Yes. And Harry Potter. That's yeah. how we we both were at grand openings at Harry Potter in Orlando and in Hollywood. I mean, just learning about more of, you know, yeah, Harry Potter's huge. I mean, the books, the films, and all that. And everything but, from the details. Yeah, there's and the so training. much yes. details. Like every single wand in Ollivander's has a story to it. I think there's like over 40 something different wands. And have we met the cast and some of the crew and the creators? Yes, we have. Yes. Yes, we have. We have spent some time with them. They are wonderful people as you would expect them to be. And it's just, it's a fun experience. And, you know, JK takes her, her property very seriously, but Mm -hmm. she does it in such a respectful way that, you know, she wants you to understand that, this is an imaginative world that she wants you to escape in. So when you go to Harry Potter and you experience Harry Potter. The wizarding world of that Harry is, Potter. Yes, that is directly from the mind of JK. Yes. You are going from the writer, the creator, the one who built that. You're going into her head and live in her creation. So that's a wonderful experience and moment we've had. And we've talked about all that on season one. Uh, Disney moments. There's another good ones. Wow. Disney moments. We There's have a lot so of Disney many. moments <laughs> uh, from Disney Channel. Yes. Uh, the Disney Channel uh, picture or sign is not on the building anymore. Mm-hmm. Because the Disney Channel building is actually really next to Warner Brothers. Yes. Warner Brothers Studios. And Disney Studios is really only a couple of blocks from That's Warner right. Brothers Studios. Yes. But what separates Warner Brothers Studios and the Disney Studios is the old NBC Studios. Right. Which is yeah. now Burbank Studios, I think. And that's where they filmed The Tonight Show. That is where they filmed The Tonight, Tonight Show. That's where uh, Johnny With- Carson spent a lot yes. of time as mm-hmm. well as Jay Leno. So uh, lots of stuff. And in fact, that studio was actually the first studio where Ellen's show first started, not the TV sitcom, the talk show. She first did her talk show there at that studio. So 
That's very interesting. But back to the Disney moments. With Disney, we've opened several attractions. We've met uh, the late Roy Disney. Yeah. Uh, we've met some of the Disney family. We've got a lot of training and a lot of experience through Disney. Great moments. We've met a lot of people. We've met at Disney. Everything about our life is Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Disney moment, I think, would be that it's a big part of our life. Yeah. It's, it's a big part of our heart, actually. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big part of our heart. So, for me, going into cooking moments, celebrity chef, Disney chef, cooking for political figures, cooking for different types of people, having it recognized. Yeah. Uh, so, and the fact that I can showcase my chef, my chef work. Now, is it the same thing as everybody else? No. And no. I've always never wanted it to be like but that. But it's, it's you. I mean, you're... Basically, how I look at it as you're creating your own food, that's a creation. Yeah. I've wanted it to not, I wanted it to look like you were going to eat it. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. my pictures that I put on my website, I I don't really, I don't make it like some of the others fancify it. I, I want to see. It's the what you see is what, what you get. Yeah, exactly. What you're going to get on your plate is what you're going to see. And I don't want to fake it up like that. Exactly. It's not advertising. Uh, been very highly recognized on a lot of my food. That's why I have a book coming out, which will feature my infamous chocolate chili that a lot of people have loved, of course. Now, I'm not a fan of chili, but when he would cook it for um, little uh, parties, well, I call them more gatherings because I call it he cooks for the masses. Of course. Uh, but, I mean, I tried it and I loved it. So, I mean, if I could have it and I liked it, I think everybody else yes. is too. So that's a good one. Uh, and then I've got another talk show coming out uh, later this year <laughs> that will feature some of that stuff. So a book yeah. and a talk show that I've got going on, plus season two and three of this show, we got a lot. So that goes into our future. And our dark, our documentary. Our too. docuseries. Docuseries, yeah. Our future, of course. Um, so much more happening this year. Things that I can't talk about right at the moment. But so much more from performing, from music side to acting side, Mm -hmm. so much more we have got going on. And our future is we want to showcase growth. We want to show you that we've started from the bottom of the ladder and worked our way up and we're still not at the top yet. And even though the steps have been slippery and we have slipped and fallen down a couple of steps below, we picked ourselves back up and did it again. And that's what makes... Chris and Will. I add two and two, the most simple addition, and swear that the figures are lying. I'm a much better comic than mathematician, cause I'm better on stage. Than I'd intermission And as far as my mind is concerned If I've been burned I
Kazan, that was one of her infamous songs, Music That Makes You Dance. Yeah. From Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love her music. She's yeah. so talented. She's absolutely talented. So here we go into now the greatest hits of season one to kind of wrap up our season finale before we go into our infamous guests. Yes. So what was your Best moment of season one. I would have to say Cynthia Preston. Cynthia loves my Cynthia. my. I was just like, you want to call fanboying it? Oh boy, <laughs> I was so excited. I mean, my gosh. I mean, as some of you can recall, she was the voice of Zelda from the Legend of Zelda cartoon. It originally aired in 1989. Um, I think it was either every Thursday or Friday as part of the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Um, yes. So, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We love all of our games. Of course. And of we course. love all of our episodes. So we are not individualizing one. Right. But that was the most memorable moment that he has. Yes. For me, I have to say my most memorable moment would be Lindsay Alley. Yeah. Lindsay Alley and I seem to have gotten along so well and that connection yeah. with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, and that was the first conversation we've had with Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. I have never actually met Lindsay until 
this show. So that's another example of it. But you know, a good, good fact about that. Lindsay Alley was actually supposed to be our first episode. That's right. Yeah. She was supposed to be our first episode, but with scheduling conflicts, we had to push her back. But that still, still doesn't take away from our first episode, which was magnificently introduced by Katie Lee. Yes! Who does tremendous voices and a lot of her work can now be seen on Disney+, Plus, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I told her that the other day because we just, or a couple of weeks ago, I should say, because I spoke to her uh, before the holidays and you know i told her i said oh my gosh i'm so glad to see some of your work back on tv and of course she infamously agrees it's like her being back as a big star again exactly not that she never left but you know what i mean that she everybody's she just reintroduced herself it's the same character like from back in the day Mm -hmm. so absolutely what would you say Gosh, what would you say most inspiring episode would be? Wow. Okay. Jared. Not a lot of right. Yeah, Jared. Jared Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Jared. Of course, we've known Redrani for a very long time. Yes. So we've had some really good. You know what? They've all been great. Yeah. I think each one is just like uh, something here, something there. And, you know, each each. You gain more and more insight, you know, like you just like it's connecting the dots. Pretty much. And, you know, we do get their books. So they send us the books and we do actually read them. Yes. And um, which kind of goes into one of the biggest questions that we get is how do we make our episodes? All right. So, you know, we have a show out right now that is called Totally Inside. It's on YouTube. And we kind of go through that a little bit. It's behind the scenes of our What About Our Life podcast, season one, and we go through it. But I'll kind of run it through you a little bit. So basically what happens is we come up with an idea that we want to talk about for a particular episode. We get our team comes up with just different bullet points and Willie and I make notes. We do research and everything else. And then we find the perfect guest out of the list of guests that we have that would be matching to that particular episode. Yes. So then we work with the actual celebrity and their team to create good moments of the show. So that's how we work it out and we work out with the different questions and so forth. So that's pretty much how we do it. It takes about the interviews are generally about an hour and the actual other commentary recordings, like what we're doing now yeah. usually takes hours. <laughs> yes. Editing takes hours more because there are certain things that we do have to edit out, like for tech butches or certain things that um, we don't find that we want to talk about or say or hear on our podcast. Yes. So that gets edited out. Plus, we patch everything together, work on volumes and so forth. And then we decide when it gets released. Yes. That's when it comes in. Now, sometimes... The guest that's on our show has a preference on when it gets released. So, like, for example, if they are promoting something on a specific day, we have to make we kind of have to make sure that we are producing that episode prior to that specific Mm -hmm. day. Like, for example, two great examples, the Adam Sharp episode with the Academy Awards. We did that on a Tuesday instead of a Thursday because the award show was that Tuesday night. That was a preference that they liked. Yes. And then, of course, Macy's. Yeah. Um, Why would we produce the Macy's episode before Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? It would only make much sense to put it. Correct. So that's pretty much what we do. Everything is based around schedule. So we will get celebrities and guests that are committed to us that 
we haven't interviewed yet that are ready for season two and season three. So it's a lot of work. It's a process. It's a show. We build our podcast as if it's a show at that. We're not just here talking about it. We're giving you clips and giving you an insight of who they are and what's going on. So that's pretty much how we do it. And so how do we feel when we're producing it before it starts? We're extremely excited the whole way around. Mm-hmm. And then after it's done with, uh, yeah, we get kind of a little bit of relief. All right, good. It's done. But then we don't <laughs> because then at the same time, we're like, oh, okay. Um, we do have to hear the episode before it gets uploaded. Yes. Yes. So we could listen to the interviews and our commentary probably 50 times mm-hmm. before the final cut. And we still have to approve the final cut. Yes. And if you've listened to our episodes over the course of so many episodes, you'll see that our quality, our studio qualities have changed. Yes. And we've upgraded a little bit. We've added, we've taken out a few things. Um, that is because at that point we're learning what's important and we're trying to adapt to the interview itself, because sometimes the quality on the interviews aren't always wonderful. But uh, so we try to do our best to make it sound great the whole way around. So that's that's how that's how you do it. And um, yeah. So what else? What else? What else? Um, what do you think the funniest moment would be? The funniest one of them it, um, is Rich Little. We were laughing a yes, lot. We laughed a lot at that one. But you were talking about Cynthia. Yes. Um, I was trying to figure out what she says in the funniest moment she said that when she was on when she was on one of the soap operas and what was it? Hop, oh, hop yes, 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 yes. Hop, 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 hop little, little bunny. bunny. Yes, that was funny. Uh-huh. But um, so yeah, uh, the most technical episode. Here uh-huh. you go. Here's another behind the scenes. Yep. Anson Williams was the most technical episode. Why? Because the call kept ending in the middle of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I think it 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 the call in hung up about two or three times mm-hmm. in the interview. Uh, so that was probably the most uh, technical one that had happened. And I think with Rosalind's, we had that at the beginning too, because with Rosalind Kind. We kept calling, and then it kept hanging up, and then we kept calling, yeah. and we finally got connected. So we've had a few technical issues with it, but uh, let's see. Gosh, do we stay in touch with some of the guests? Yes, yes we do. Yes. Um, we do talk to them. They do talk to us. They do. Some of them will reach out to them. We do have some future work with a lot of our guests mm-hmm. that we've met, but they have literally become friends, and we are very proud of that. And you know what's really, I think, what? I mean, I think this is already obvious, but they're people, you know, just like everyone else. Yes. You know, I mean, yes, they're celebrities, but, you know, we're all human. So, I mean, it's like basically just a friend talking to a friend. Absolutely. Question. Next question was, do we talk to our fans? Yes, we do. Yes. We do. When we have the time, we love talking to them. They ask us questions. We try to give them advice. Absolutely. Uh, the most positive comment we've gotten about the show is the best one I love is that our show feels like that these individuals, these guests, they're sitting in their living room or they're on the phone with them. Yeah. They love it. The personal um, relation that they have with them. So that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, gosh, the, our guests recognize us very well. They love doing the show. Yeah. And one thing I've mentioned before is that they, after, you know, the interview is done, 
they'll say, I had a blast or that was so, that was so amazing. Or, you know, the, the fact that they enjoyed it and they had fun with it. That's yes. what I, and we really appreciate that. Yes. And you know, we do choose our guests. Um, I haven't seen one guest that we've turned down that has asked us to interview them. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't mean it won't happen, but we choose them in the best way that we can. And, um, you know, how do we choose the number of shows? We don't. <laughs> we kind of just produce and produce until the network tells us, okay, you have to cut it off. That's basically what we do. So, yeah, what else can you think? Um, we love the recognition. We love where we've gone. We are now a part of the Academy Awards. We're now members with the organization. Yeah. We are now considered members of the media. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is another good thing. You mm -hmm. know, we do get gifts and presents and different recognitions from different of our guests as well. Yeah. And so we love that. We love the love. We absolutely really yeah. do. I think yes. it's really just so many things that are coming together and that, you know, it's not just, I wouldn't say about one thing, but it is. And then yeah. that one thing is more things. And it, it, there's always, you know, we have, we have enough. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's the thing. That's what builds us. And so when people ask us all these different questions, we love to try to respond to them as best we can. And the one thing is that people call us a real show. That's yeah. not just like a regular podcast show. It's a real show. It's like you're connected with Chris and Will yes. in some little way. So that takes you into the best moments of of season one. And, you know, I can't tell you the best episode because I'm not because they're all great. They're all memorable. They're all to our heart. But, and it's bittersweet that we say goodbye for a little while. But, you know, we're going to be back in doing this in late February, early March for season two, and then later in the year for season three. And you can always, you know, get all that information. You can find us on Instagram at chris.and.will. And you can go to my website, which is christopherlanty.com, and that will give you some insights on where you can find Totally Inside, which is the behind the scenes show, more about what's coming up with uh, the podcast show. The podcast show is going to have its own website coming season two. Yes. Plus so much more about Chris and Will. So you can go check all that out. And uh, yeah, so we're going to have to keep our legacy alive the best way we can. From the beginning, CC Bloom wanted to be a star. That's the story of and Hillary Whitney was her biggest fan. You're the best singer I ever saw. Do you think I'm really, truly talented? I think you're truly talented. I've told you this at least eight million times. And with a friendship that began 30 years ago at the beach. You just happen to be the most fantastic person I've ever met in my entire life. I am? They shared good times. The Times says C.C. Bloom's performance is both promising and purposeful. And bad times. March! Have a drink on me. I was a big hit. Through it all, Hillary stood by her side. Guess who got the lead in the Falcon Players' new musical? I want to congratulate you for winning the award. Did you see those three other bras smashing their team? Ha <laughs> ha, it was great, wasn't it? Through marriage. And I pronounce you man and wife. What'd you do that for? This is the happiest moment of my life. I don't ever want you to forget it. Through breakups. You caught Michael with another woman? Yes. And now you're going to have a baby all on your own? Having a baby without a father, am I being selfish? All great love is selfish. And through their differences. You did everything. You said you were going to do everything. You're smart. 
You're beautiful. You have hair that moves. Their friendship would last forever. Touchstone Pictures presents Academy Award nominee, Bette Midler. But enough about me, let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> and Barbara Hershey. You maniac! Are you always like this? No. Good. Then you can stay. In a motion picture about relationships. I'm a womanizer, Cece. I'm not a liar. I'll see you back home on Monday. If you're lucky. <laughs> Hi, March. How's life treating you? And about life. Could be dead. Nah. If she was dead, she would have dropped the bottle. Beaches. What a pair. Once in a lifetime, you make a friendship that lasts forever. You have to love the Beaches trailer, of course. Yes. It's this iconic movie. Yes. Um, so moving. Yes. So, what a story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about... The Chris and Will legacy. So, first of all, let's go to Willie. What is your legacy? Smiling. Smiling. He wants yes. people to know his personality. Yes. My Happiness. Absolutely. My legacy would have to be creativity. Yeah. Creativity and strength. That's that's where I would say our, our legacy. What would be Chris and Will's legacy? That's, I would say a whole bunch of stuff, but I would really say the coming together of two opposites to make a huge creation out of happiness. Absolutely. And the fact that strength, I would say strength, um, definitely strength, the power. Yes. You know, very powerful and very amazing. I would say our legacy. So you know, we think about our legacy all the time. That's something you guys should be doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and today thinking of legacies, we've been, we've been talking about her a lot. Our special guest today to wrap up season one is none other than the great Lainey Kazan. Yay! She is such an amazing, iconic performer, such a sweetheart. We love her. We love her. We love her. We love her. Lainey, of course, was in Beaches. She played uh, Bette Midler's mother mm -hmm. in that movie. She got her start in the Dean Martin show. She was singing alongside Dean Martin. Now, if you go to YouTube and you look at those clips, they are amazing. Yeah. The connection in that is just unbelievable. In fact, did you know she was also a 1970 Playboy model? I didn't know that. Yes, she posed in one of the Playboy magazines in the 1970s. Mm. But as far as films are concerned, let's go running through her film credits. Harry and the Hendersons? Yes. Of course. <laughs> the Associate, which we love. Ah, uh, yes. Delta Force, Beaches, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. In television, she did an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Yes. The Nanny, Veronica's Closet, Saint Elsewhere, mm. Fuller House, The Paper Chase, Will and Grace, and Touched by an Angel, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. A lot of great credits. In theater, of course, Funny Girls, where she got her start. She was the understudy for the none other than the great Barbara Streisand. Yes. And she was in Happiest Girl in the World, Bravo Giovanni, Hello Dolly, Fiddler on the Roof, and Gypsy, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. And she was also, or still is, a MGM recording artist. So she's a magnificent singer. So Lainey Gazan is our wonderful guest that's going to wrap up our great season finale for season one. 
So we're going to give her a call. So sit back, relax, because Lainey Gazan is coming up. A long time ago, I had a big, fat Greek wedding. Now my daughter is all grown up. Hope you apply to some local colleges, too. Why do parents always say dream big when they really mean not too big? Ian and I are just trying to find a minute to ourselves. How about another date tonight? And afterward, oh, satin, slippery like an eel. Yeah. You're welcome. Shade everything. You look pretty. What are you doing? Dad! And my family is still too close. Parents deserve a sex life, too. This family's always in my business. Keep your eyeballs open for a nice Greek boy, so one day you can make babies. They follow me everywhere. I need some air. Your mom felt the same way about being Greek. Florida, Texas, New York, these are the colleges I'm applying to. Why do you want to leave me? (coughs) Payback. But there's always... The priest never signed a wedding license. A few surprises. We're not married? I'm a hippie. (laughs) Now, my family has come together. Who says a woman has to be married? You. All our lives. The wedding is on! To pull off another... Beautiful. Big, fat, Greek wedding. Take a photo! All right, pull my neck. One, two, pull! But you got to be in Greek club. Every day of my life is Greek club. We come from a long line of strong women. Remember Paris, protect the Polaki. Eyes open, knees shut. If your knees are open, shut your eyes. <laughs> we are honored to welcome to the show today, the legendary Lainey Kazan. Hi, Lainey. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You look amazing. First of all, I've seen some of your recent pictures. So how do you stay looking great after all these years? Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's my genes. But thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I I take care of myself. You know, I, um, I... have massages and I, nice. uh, you know, I, 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 I use a, I, you know, I really think it's my genes. My mother looked beautiful until her nineties. Wow. She really did. You know, she, she had an inner beauty and I'm, I hope I radiate as well. You know, I think oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. So, so thank you. You're very welcome. So how did you get your your start into the entertainment industry? I've been singing and dancing since I'm three and a half years old. Wow. My mother, my, yeah, my mother was kind of a, a, a very uh, gentle Gypsy Rose, you know, Lee. Uh-huh. She, she was uh, not Gypsy, but Mama Rose. Right. And she, um, she saw that I had some talent. And being a dancer herself, she kind of guided me into this crazy business. Uh-huh. She wanted 
me to have dancing lessons in theater, you know, drama lessons and singing lessons when I started singing and everything I I I could do to develop my my talent that I did have as a young a youngster. Uh-huh. And uh, I, so I took every lesson, and I loved every one of my, uh, my my joyous expressions of of the entertainment world. And then I went to a camp in in the Adirondacks, and uh-huh. that's really where I started to uh, believe I could do something with my my talent. Um, Anne Bancroft was my counselor. Uh-huh. Her name was Anne Italiano at the time, and she was my counselor. She was the drama counselor at the camp, uh-huh. and she would, you know, have us lie down on the floor and imagine all the beautiful things in the sky. And so I, I, I had a lot of creative training from some great people. And then I had an incredible dance program. I started out actually as a dancer, uh-huh. and uh, then when I started to sing, I worked with a woman named. Are you ready for this, Mabel Horsey? <laughs> <laughs> wow! But she was a, a blues and jazz singer, and she taught me. She was a like a three hundred pound. Uh, fabulous black woman, and she um, introduced me to the blues and to jazz, and and so that's where I began my my career, you know. And I I started. Then I went to college. I I got a drama uh, scholarship to Hofstra University, uh-huh. and I was off and running. I I just never turned back, you know. I got job after job after job. So the, my first big job, of course, was Funny Girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me a little bit about that. Now, I've I've heard the stories, and I've I've seen some of the interviews that you've done about that that situation. Tell me tell me about that a little bit. What do you want to know? Well, I mean, do you kind of regret any of that that it happened because you were Barbara's uh, understudy at the time? And, regret uh, do, that I was her understudy? No, I don't regret anything. I mean, it was an incredible, absolutely incredible experience. I mean, I had a front row seat in the making of one of the great stars, right. and I learned. I learned so much. You know, I mean, there were hard times and uh, difficult times, but I still was there, and I, I saw how. You know how one does it, you know, so to speak. And she right. was very uh, interesting young woman. She was old before her time. She she knew how to succeed and she knew how to play the game. And I was a very um, shy young girl, and she had a lot of, you know. I want balls. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. and, and she she uh, introduced me to that kind of um, behavior and attention. And, and of course, her talent was exquisite. Um, and I got to go on finally after a year and a half. And it was um, a very 
wonderful, difficult, beautiful, horrible job. <laughs> all right. I bet. Now, do you uh, do you ever keep in touch with Barbara at all? I've seen her through the years, but no, not we're not friends. Gotcha. No. So what would you say you're, I mean, you, you've done stage, you've done film, you've done television, you've done singing. Is there a particular one that is more of your favorite over the others? Yes. Uh, I think that singing is my forte. Really? And, wow. Yeah, yeah. actually, because uh, we've listened to you sing, and what a talented voice. I mean, it's so oh, soothing. You. And it just, um, one of the songs that you sang, um, I think it's music that makes you dance. Uh-huh. That, oh, gosh. Just the beginning of that song. It's just, it's just it's it's breathtaking oh I mean, thank you yes thank you. yes and i'm well that's I, from funny girl that song yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we also yeah. seen some of the older clips of uh when you were singing with dean martin on the dean martin show right 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 that was a great time oh it seemed it it seemed it you guys you guys just lit up that stage and lit up that camera when you it was such a connected pair in so many different ways it was it was breathtaking so i imagine it was great oh i had such a wonderful time on that show it was uh, probably um the most uh fulfilling you know experience i i've had in this in this business wow it was a great relationship we were good friends and we were um we were attracted to each other, but we never acted on it. And I think it right. came out in our music. Yes, our it did. Together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. It was almost like an instant love. Um, like a spark. Right. I don't know if you want to say a bromance or something like that. But <laughs> it, was, it, 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 was, it was a connection there. It was, it was really amazing. So I, I have to give you digs on that. That was some talent there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So let's go into some of your famous film projects, uh, stuff that uh, Willie and I, of course, have grown up with over the years. And there's so many. And, um, you know, but one that comes to mind right at this moment, uh, well, there's a few, but the one we're going to talk about at this point is let's talk about Beaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, You co-starring with Bette Midler as her mother. So tell me about that experience. Well, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, we became good friends, uh-huh. and uh, she was delightful and delicious to work with. And it was so interesting. I walked into the uh, audition, uh-huh. and I was—I'm pretty much the same age as Bette Midler, and right. but wow. I was, yeah, but I came in uh, kind of ready to to be her mother. And uh, they 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 hired me, and I was just staggered by it. I'm amazed by the fact that I got that job. And of course, I I, I prepared myself to, to 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 work with her, and to be her mother, and 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 what to do makeup wise and clothing wise, and 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 you know just to be twice her age you know? right well, you <laughs> so definitely couldn't really... tell that you guys were along the same age so yeah you, yeah. Both, you both played that role even 
um, equally great in it. But did you ever imagine that 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 beaches would actually be the most iconic tearjerker around? Um, I didn't imagine it would have the life, the sh- uh, the shelf life that it has uh-huh. has. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, but I, when we're doing it, it was so heartfelt and it was so warm and 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 you know. I just knew that there was something very special there. Definitely. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, we've seen it millions of times and we, you know, we, we know what's going to happen, but still it's just, wow. And it, it still catches you and it, it actually helps you, um, build with one another or build with a friend or your companion. And it gives yeah. you that closeness as well. So it was I know, and, and Barbara Hershey was so wonderful. Yes, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes. Well, let's go into another iconic one that uh, we kind of watched the other day by uh, coincidence. Um, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. That was so much fun. Uh, we were in Seattle, Washington, and... Um, I I had so much fun doing that, and uh-huh. I loved working with the uh, the uh, the stars in the in the picture, yes. and they were so funny and and great. And I got to know that wonderful man who played uh, the gorilla. You know the oh really? Yeah, he was terrific. What a wonderful guy! You know, he actually was a giant. Really? Oh. Yeah, and he didn't live very long. Wow. He, he was in his thirties, and he passed away. But he was it, it, he was such a, a, a an amazing force. He was beautiful, and and very talented. And just a, it was a shame that he was, you know, not that he's not here anymore. Right. Right. Wow. Well, let's go into another one. Now, this one you're probably going to laugh at even more. Yeah. Um, Willie and I was introduced to this movie that you did, and we had fallen in love with it so much that we had basically broken the VHS tape when it came out. (laughs) And then when the DVD came out, we had been playing it endlessly to where it's almost burnt out as well. But what I'm talking about is... And this is kind of thrilling that we're actually talking to Cindy Mason. Yeah. <laughs> Remember uh, the associate. The associate. What a wonderful film, huh? Oh, it was. Yes. And working with Whoopi was such a treat. Yes. And, you know, I kind of based my character on Cindy Adams, the uh-huh. columnist. You know, the columnist. Yes. Her name was Cindy Adams. And, uh, uh, I I watched her on television, and I kind of put my character together that way. And I loved working with with Whoopi. She was so, you know, I I could be mean as could be, but still we were friends, and uh, she's a great lady. Yes, just a great lady. She is. She mm-hmm. most definitely is. We had the pleasure of meeting her a couple of years back, and uh, she was a delight to to meet with. But uh, the most infamous scene that we always <laughs> go back and and repeat is um, you guys are in that um, the, party. the Thanksgiving party, yeah, 
and you go up to Whoopi one interview her and you couldn't get you know you you didn't want to do the interview unless you saw Mr. Cuddy yourself and right, she right, goes right. she goes I like your do and then you give her that sass and you go I do too and then you walk away <laughs> that was such classic <laughs> yeah and you do that thing with your hand where you're puffing up your hair and uh. yeah there was, that was a fun part. That was a oh, fun yes. part. Oh, yes. And you had a lot of them. And it was such a great movie. And like I said, we have we both have watched that endlessly. Yeah. And we've introduced people to that film. And a lot of people that have that are older than we are or a little bit younger, they're like, we never heard of it. We never mm-hmm. heard of it. And I'm like, well, we didn't either until somebody pointed it out to us. And it's, it's like a domino effect. Everyone loves the film. And they're like, oh, gosh, I wish... I would have known about it. So did the film actually get um, really good release, a promotion? Not really. Not really. It, it didn't do that well at the box office. But it's done very well on DVD and, yes. and you know, on, on tape. You know, but but uh, I thought it was a wonderful film. Definitely was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yes. gosh, definitely was. So let's go into... Um, one of your biggest roles is My Big Fat Greek Wedding, one and two. Tell me about that one. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one day I got a phone call from my agent, and he said, uh, Tom Hanks would like to meet with you. Uh-huh. I said, what? <laughs> they said, and they're serving brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll go. <laughs> so um, I went up to his office, and it was everybody who was in the cast. And we were going to have a table read. We're going to read the the script. Uh-huh. He said, it's a small script. It's not much. Um, this young Greek girl is the star of it, and she wrote it. And we're going to see if it's funny. Well, it was hilarious uh-huh absolutely and near Vidalis was just amazing uh-huh. and we all got along so famously and of course we did the movie like a year and a half later we didn't it wasn't picked up right away right to, mm-hmm. to be uh, filmed and we went to Canada and we shot the film and we became a really close family unit. I, really, really, we just loved each other, uh-huh. and we all got along famously. And after we finished shooting it, the movie did not come out right away. Uh-huh. And when it came out, we went from town to town, to small towns, to like towns of like. You know, just a few thousand people to cities, right. and and sold the film. I mean, people. It was a real um, grassroots campaign. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, sure um, and it really just went over, and uh, and it was uh, an amazing. Uh, it stayed in the theaters for a year and a half. Right. And. And it was really amazing that that we had that kind of reaction to it. We didn't expect it at all. We, none of us made any money on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and we didn't go back for 10 years to make number two. 
Oh, wow. Ooh. Wow. Ten years. So do you and think you'll do a three? I think so. I think we're, we're going to do that. Well, we're looking forward to yeah. it, of course. So Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was saying we're looking forward to it. I mean, we love seeing anything that you do. I yes. Mean, I, oh, yes. Your talent you. is just so incredible, whether it's on stage singing or in television or film. We watched the clip that you did uh, with the nanny. Uh, yeah. When you were on the nanny. Uh-huh. Um, so you've just, you're you're an icon and you're such oh, a huge you're legacy. Well, thank you. Did, you. did you see Lust in the Dust? I haven't, No. You're going to have to see that. I okay, will. Okay. I will. That's so, one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. Really? Oh, we mm. love funny stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah, Lust in the Dust. You must see it. I will. We'll, we're definitely going to look that up. Well, you know, another one that uh, you were in, and in fact, there's, there's some similarities between you and I. Because uh, you were in this film, but unfortunately your um, your scene didn't get picked, but was in the final cut. And I'm talking about, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, Adam Sandler's oh. infamous film. Right. And uh, the reason I say that is because I was also in that scene that you were in. Wait, and you're kidding. No, and I actually introduced myself to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll run it up for you. It was the day that you, the first day that you were coming into the shoot, because we had already been shooting that scene for quite a quite a few days, I think, before you came in, and then uh, we all broke to lunch, and I had I had nervously come up to you, and I had introduced myself, and I said, "Are you the woman from the associate?" And you laughed at me, and you were like, "Yes, I am." It's like, "Oh, okay." And I told you the same story I just told uh, told you about how Willie and I love the film. So you were such oh. so generous, and I immediately got on the phone calling Willie and saying, <laughs> "You're not going to believe who's here." And <laughs> but yes, uh. we did, and you were actually we were on this. It was the courtroom scene. Right. We were on the left side of the. Of, of the room on the same aisle that I was, except I was on the right side chairs mm-hmm. and uh, you were on the, the left. So and what were you doing there? I was a court patron for the film. I mean, you could clearly ah. see him. Yeah. Yes. He was wearing this like really loud. What was it? Like a oh, green or a... teal shirt. And he was, uh-huh. and he was sitting in the very back and it's that part. Um, the scene where when Dan Aykroyd comes in and screams out enough. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. You can clearly see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly, that was my earlier years of going into Hollywood, of course, cause I hadn't had big roles yet at that point, but, um, it was just like, Oh my gosh. But I will say another one is, uh, Richard Chamberlain. And we went to, he invited us to lunch after the shoot had been over with, and he was talking a little about, about uh, I'm guessing you guys have been friends for several years. Yes, we. I lived in his house when I first came out here. That's wow. right. Yeah, he kind of mentioned that. So it was an interesting topic because we told him about that story too, but that's an amazing man as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't he wonderful? Yeah, he we is. learned that he paints too. We love his artwork. Oh, I never saw his artwork. 
Yes, you mm-hmm. should. If you ever get around to, if you ever talk to him again, get him to send you some pictures of his artwork. He is a magnificent. What does he paint? He paints landscapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, abstract landscaping is the last ones I, the last ones I saw him do. Now I don't know if he still does it, but uh, at that time when we were filming Chuck and Larry, that's we came across his website. And uh, he was selling some of his artwork. Now, I don't know if he still continued or what happened with it, but it was beautiful paintings. Yeah. I mean, really amazing work. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that man's oh, got some Oh, I'm so glad talent. to know that. I just didn't yes. know that. Yeah, he, you should. Ask him if he, what he's done with them. Hopefully he didn't get rid of them, but um, he's such an inspiring artist. But um, another, another friend of yours that I learned that... Um, you've known for a little bit, was the late Estelle Getty. Oh, yeah. Yes. She was, wasn't she great? Oh, she was a sweetheart. I've known, I knew Estelle for many years, right before she started getting really sick. Um, I've, I did some work with her when she was doing stuff with Disney. And I came, became very acquainted with her and the family. And unfortunately, um, when she had passed, the family had reached out to us and told us that she had passed before it got out to the, the public. And uh, ironically, it was on, she passed on Willie's birthday. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, she was such a sweetheart and such an amazing, amazing woman. Oh, she was fantastic. Yes. I loved her sense of humor. Oh my God. Absolutely. It was Abs- great. Absolutely. And you know, we still treasure watching them on the Golden Girls because how she was on the Golden Girls was almost... That's exactly how she was in person. I mean, she I was know, just, I know. Yeah, she was just a, a, an amazing... How did you, how did you start... You, you, are you an actor? I'm a little bit of... A little bit of everything. I started out as an actor. I got a, a role at a local television show in, in New Orleans. And the I started singing for them, actually. And then I got into acting through that singing, and then I ended up getting a contract through Disney to do theater productions over the years. So I right. went from that to doing stage of musicals, and then uh-huh. I went into, and then I converted into actual Hollywood for small roles of film and television, and then I did hosting for Clean House for Style Network. And then now, wow. yeah, so I haven't had the huge, huge break yet, but um, I've had enough to say that I'm satisfied with how my career's gone, you know? Isn't that great? Talking about that, what advice would you give a person like myself as far as training their voice for singing? Well, where are you living? Uh, well, we are residents of Florida, but we fly back from. We go to Florida, New Orleans, and California a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. LA well, is I would find myself home. a really good teacher. Yes, a voice teacher. You know, um, you can try them out, and usually, if they if they sing in a simplistic way, if they can teach you in a very kind of organized, simple way, they would be probably be a great teacher for you, and to keep studying. Just keep studying. Yes. And uh, if you could go to um, an acting school, you know, like the Strasbourg Institute, uh-huh. something like that. Very nice. Um, 
you know, but yeah, I've definitely, mm-hmm. I, and I've used a vocal coach in LA actually, and she's been very close and very good. And it's always and good who to, is that? Who is uh, that? her name is Fawn. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's her name. She's done a lot of different work for The Voice. And, um, you know, she's done a little bit of work with, like, Avril Lavigne and so forth from there. She's very good. Uh-huh. She's very talented with it. And I've also worked with um, different composers through um, Disney, because I used to do the Disney Choir for two years in a row. Right, right, right. So I've gotten a lot of training from that. And then I'm also going to be working with Eileen Graff, who's going to be helping me do some vocal stuff. Oh, she's wonderful. Oh, we love mm-hmm. Eileen. Yes. Yes. In fact, yeah, she's a, she's a good she's a good person. Yes, yes she, she is. is. She good was a guest singer. on our podcast earlier in the season and that was so much fun. Yes, we love some Eileen. So, I'm getting there. I'm getting a, quite a few of them and getting the training at that's least in. Great. Well, thank you. you. Guys are doing great. Well, thank you. Yes, that's that's what we're uh, you know, we're following the icons like yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> And, Thank and that, you. you very welcome. And, you know, and that's your legacy. So let's talk about your legacy in a little bit. You know, how would you like for people ourselves to continue on your legacy? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like Walt Disney has his legacy with building a family business or Mickey Mouse or so forth. But what would you want your fans to know you more of? More well, I don't of know senior? if you know this. I'm a professor at UCLA now. Really? No, I did oh. not know that. Yeah, and I teach these young people to act and to sing and to tell a story when they're making music. And I think that's my legacy, that I nice. teach the young people how how I've done it. And uh, it's a beautiful way to end your career. Very nice. And, yeah, I love teaching. I love it. And it's very, very rewarding to give back like that. Yeah, I, I have a lot of yeah. I have a lot of information, a lot of uh, extraordinary, uh, you know, experiences, and I try and impart that to the young people today. Wow! And um, I get great, re- great rewards. Great, great rewards. So, would you say? And that of you're... course, that you know, my granddaughter sings and my daughter sings. Oh, nice! Wow! And. Um, I think we're going to do an album together. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh Yes. Well, you'll definitely have to let me know when that album comes out. I uh, certainly will. I certainly will. So would you say that that you're pretty much hanging in the towel for uh, film or television? Or are you going to keep going? No, no, no. I'm still working. I've got a film coming up, and I'm singing at different clubs across the country, and I'm working for Michael Feinstein at, in, nice. at 54 Below in uh, L.A. and in New York, and I'm doing the Purple Room in Palm Springs. Nice. So, no, no, I, no, I'm still working, still working. Very nice. You know, and another thing that um, we want to commend you on before we wrap this up is your support with the, the gay community. I have to say oh. thank you for that. Oh, we, I... I I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, we appreciate it. It really helps getting the message out and from strong people like yourselves that um, getting people to understand what 
it means for us to have the equality and 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 so forth so it's we definitely appreciate it you know hands down um, well thank we you it. thank you for saying that i really appreciate the gay community support the gay community know a million gay people yes <laughs> <laughs> and and um the, my my dear friends are gay and and uh, the best sense of humors and the uh-huh. best um, friends i i couldn't say enough wonderful things well you are definitely loved in so many different yes. ways so do you think you'll have a book come out talking about your amazing life yeah i'm going to try i'm going to try i'm i i started to write a book several times but then my life gets so complicated and busy right. that i never have time to finish it but yeah. maybe when that my career is winding down a little bit and I'm teaching more, I, I think I might have a little more time. Well, we would be so gracious to uh, read it and then yes. have you back on the show again mm-hmm. talking about it and promoting it. And, I would love that. Yes, and everything else. And, and you know, and when we get to uh, L.A., I will definitely give you a ring or whatever and say hey let's go have dinner because you are worth every penny of a great dinner to take oh you're so sweet thank you so much yes you're You're welcome welcome. well laney thank you for being on the show we really appreciate it so much love to you honey and uh, back at you both of you thank you so much i've said it before and i'll say it again love me some laney kazan yes yes and how she loved our our uh, favorite movie uh-huh. and then of course how we met and the people we've known so love me some Lainey Kazan I can't wait to see her again so we want to thank Lainey for coming on the show and helping us go out with a bang for season one Yay. and of course we have to thank you guys for supporting us over the past uh, couple of months almost a year giving us the pride that we we wanted and the support that we've needed and allowing us to grow to almost 12, 13,000 followers to be known all over the globe and to have 20 something episodes this season. So thank you. Yes. We really appreciate it. And you know, even though this is the end for season one, like I said, we're going to be back in late February or early March for season two. And then later in the year for season three, but you can get all those updates by following us on Instagram at chris.ann.will. Or you can go to Christopher L. Ante, A-N-T-I-E, dot com. That's my website to get all the great information about upcoming seasons, plus projects that Chris and Will's got going on, plus new websites we'll be introducing later yes. on as well. Mm-hmm. So, again, thank you so much. We love you guys. Remember to love yourself. I know you do. The world loves you. We all love you. But for now, sadly, we have to say that it comes to an end for season one, but it's been a great season. We want to thank all of our guests, our team, everyone that supported us from giving us this great journey to go down. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. This is Chris and Will signing off for season one and getting ready for season two later on. Bye. Bye.